Shit Movies Quite Good, a podcast where the presenter loves every crappy movie ever made. This podcast is hosted by Graham Crow. He knows a lot about movies and sport and not much about anything else. You'll find him laughing at his own dad jokes on a regular basis. And if you think Gossip Girl is a worthy shit movie, then you're definitely in the wrong place because it doesn't even rank. Watch out for little ears. This podcast can contain strong language and, depending on the movie, adult themes. It may also contain movie spoilers if you're the kind of person who doesn't line up at midnight to see the first session. You can listen in via the website or wherever semi-decent podcasts can be accessed. If there's show notes, which will only appear if the soccer isn't on, they will appear on the website at thatshitmoviesquitegood.com. If we had sponsors, we'd make a big deal of them right here, even throw some confetti. We do have to thank Bombora Digital for the website and Kevin McLeod for the intro music. You can find their links in our show notes. If you want to be one, get in touch. Now onto the shitty movies. Here's your host, Graham Crow. Hi, and welcome to That Ship Movies Quite Good. I'm your movie-loving host, uh, Graham Crow. Uh, joining me today is the man that's uh, uh, codeined up. He's uh, ready for a cold. Um, and the last time uh, the, the last time he was codeined up, uh, uh, he, we were stopped by the police. And uh, he told them we were looking for a dealer. Well, when really we were looking for a car yard. A car dealer. I've never yeah, been... Okay. I've never been bent over a police car before by a policeman and felt uh, physically assaulted and 20, 30 years later I'm still living with well, this You scars. were wearing wet shorts at the time. so Well, we had been to the beach. So yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's what happens. Uh, so. uh, and coincidentally, we were actually pulled up by the uh, by members of the tactical response group and not regular police officers. So these guys had shotguns and plain clothes and it was just looked really suspicious looking. And, uh, <laughs> it, not, uh, not my finest... Moment, yeah. What are you doing, boys? I'm looking for a dealer. But he, he didn't search me though, even though I was had wet shorts on as well because we've been down to the beach, and it was two o'clock in the morning. Don't ask, just don't ask. Just accept. Yeah, I I I felt a, a like violated. Violated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cherished that time I watched you <laughs> manhandle against the side of a car I'm, wearing wet shorts. I still being, wake up in being, cold sweats with flashbacks. Yeah, you know, and, and a grin on your face. I don't know. Why. I don't know. Why. <laughs> Is that a gun in your pocket, officer? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and then I, and then I said, "Oh, it's a good thing we cleaned the car out because we, <laughs> I we can't met the girls. We met the girls earlier, <laughs> and that's the reason why we're at the beach because we took some ladies down the beach. And and I said, "Oh, it's a good thing we cleaned the car out, meaning the car was a real mess, not meaning we'd actually cleaned it out of contraband." <laughs> Sprayed and wiped, sprayed and wiped the surfaces. Could it, could it, you know? And then he opened up the boot and he said, "Oh, this is the cleanest uh, boot I've ever seen." That's a really clean boot. And then he sort of closed it. And then he went to open up the um, the, the glove box, and everything just spilled out. And he didn't even bother looking; he just grabbed it, and he <laughs> pushed it back, shoved it back in, and he closed it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's 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 not like we were out driving in a fancy car either. We were in this car that was like totally. A grandma's car. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, like, it's when you're an impoverished student, you know, you're not going to drive a fresh car, but. Oh, oh dear. So, I've brought again with me the movie misquote quiz. Oh, right. So, Actually, that was quite fun last time. So, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have a bit of a laugh. And I think at some point we, we should have a, a round table 
movie miss quick. Uh, You're just going to have to go through and find cards that uh, right, are appropriate. Okay. Um, but I think we should probably, at some point, have a an episode which is just the movie miss quick quiz. Right. I think that would be quite funny, but people may turn <laughs> off. Anyway, so this one's from a film called Sunset Boulevard. Okay, and it's uh, I am big. It's the blank that's got small. Um, <laughs> say it again. I'm big, but it's the blank that's got small. The <laughs> the large type asshole. It's <laughs> <laughs> gotten small. What? <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't I, look. You know, it's like chocolate bars are getting smaller. Everything's getting smaller, and you know, even my large, large type large serving of large type asshole has. Oh dear. So, with nail and I, a film from nineteen eighty seven. Oh, classic. Um, we want the finest blank available to humanity. We want them here. El mucho ding dong. Mucho ding dong. El mucho ding dong. So we want the finest mucho ding dong. Available was that was that inappropriate? I don't no, know. No. I maybe kind of went into character there, so I'm going to do it without the um, the accent. We want the finest El Muncho Ding Dong available <laughs> to humanity. Is that a drink? We want them here now. We want them now. Uh, oh no no! It's from Bad Grandpa. Bad Grandpa. 2013. Okay. My Spanish name is El Muncho Ding Dong. Here's looking at you, blank, from Casablanca. Hmm. 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 You got to be quick. Well, no. I, no. <laughs> a quick smile. Quick smile. Middle middle <laughs> it's my. It's my other middle name. Uh, Hogwarts for bikies. Here's looking at you, Hogwarts for bikies. Pikey's. Pikey's. <laughs> oh, what's my Pikey's? P- a Pikey is... A gypsy. It's a derogatory term for a gypsy. An English name for gypsy. Yeah, that's right. Frankly, my <coughs> blank, I don't give a damn. Uh, right. Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind? Um, you don't give a damn. That's harsh. Frankly, my blank, I don't give a damn. Well, um, what about... You know, what are these I've had before? Oh, it doesn't matter. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There I've had them all before. Okay. I've said them all out loud. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the box. That's He's gonna go to the box. Gonna go to the box. Right. There you go. I'm gonna give okay. you a random okay. Oh I, cool. A random handful. I'm gonna put those away. Alright. Frankly my blank, I don't give a damn. Frank uh, Phil Collins. Frankly my Phil Collins, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I wonder if you can feel it coming in the air tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Phil Collins is a double entendre. (laughs) It could be a triple entendre. Mm, Never mind. Uh, (laughs) He plays the drums. I don't know. Uh, And he can feel it coming in the air tonight. (laughs) Or at least that's what she said. Oh... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, where does he get those wonderful blanks? Uh, a yellow sock. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> what it says. You want to know where that comes from? Yeah, go on. Uh, look at my tongue. It's wearing a yellow sock. From <laughs> Whitney and R. 1987. Hmm. This one's from Batman. It's the Joker. 
Okay. Where does he get those wonderful blanks? That I think it was a good one. Find a, find a good one. Uh, bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, where does he get that wonderful bolognese? <laughs> uh, um, can you say that? What? On air? I'm not sure. Where does he get that wonderful fat Jesus? I didn't say that. That's you the hangover. I know, but that that would uh, that but fits. Jesus. Anyway, okay. That's 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 the the inappropriate misquote game. Um, it may be revisiting us later, later. at another later. time at and another, another podcast. Um, I don't know. I think it went quite well. Well, uh, yeah. Um, if we've offended anybody out there, you are easily offended. Mm. Anyway. Today's film. So in 2017, Charlie's Theron starred in Atomic Blonde. But 25 years before, director Rennie Harlan, who made Die Hard 2 and Cliffhanger, and The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Um, a totally underrated film, in my opinion. Well, yeah, that also could get in the playlist uh, as well, I think. Gave us uh, the original Atomic Blonde, starring Gina Davis as uh, another Charlie, Charlie Baltimore, um, a government hit woman with, an, with amnesia, on a quest to find out who she is and why she is having flashbacks to a previous life. Uh, this was one of Harlan's better efforts, surrounded by such crap as Cutthroat <laughs> Island, <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, and with a cast that includes Davis, Samuel L. Jackson, David Morse and Brian Cox, not the astrophysicist. Um, <laughs> so sit back and enjoy the murderous blonde as she kills her way to the answers of who she is. Today, it's the long kiss goodnight. Well, it's a very existential journey as to who you are. I chose this one. You did. You did. Yeah. You decided that this one, and luckily, um, uh, we both own, <coughs> own, own copies of it. So, this film, uh, it's a it's a, it's a a Christmas movie. Rennie Harlan seems to make a few of these, like oh. Die, Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, yeah. is a Christmas movie in an airport. Hmm, it um, is. And, and this is also a Christmas movie, although Cliffhanger... Is not a Christmas movie. Uh, it is snowing, and neither's Cutthroat Island. <laughs> Cutthroat Island is just. It a... does snow in, in Cliffhanger, so you can't rule it out, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, we we meet Gina Davis's uh, character as Samantha Kane, um, and she is uh, on a Christmas float, uh, sitting next to Santa, uh, riding through this uh, New Jersey town. Small town. It's a small t- small town, New Jersey, and. Um, it's the Christmas parade, um, and uh, she's she's married to a guy named Hal. She has a daughter who's eight years old, Caitlin. Yeah, um, if you're wondering what that is, I think that's a plane. I think that we... we oh, no, it's rain. Oh, wow. Wow, well, that's really loud. That is loud. Yeah. Oh. There goes my rock wall building this afternoon. That's a shame. That's sad. So... We, we may have some rain noise throughout this podcast, so yep. just, just hang tight. It's um, just heavy snow, folks. Heavy, it's Christmas. Heavy snow. <laughs> hey, just work with us on this one. Anyway. Believe uh, it. So, Believe. She's, so she's been hiring detectives because uh, uh, she's, she's been having flashbacks uh, or, or dreams of memory. But she wants to find out who she is. She wants know? to find out. Because she's, she's got like, this retrograde amnesia that she... And she, she, it starts, and she does start off, she does kind of explain that... Her, her her name is Samantha Kane, and she came into being eight years previously. She has no recollection of those years prior to those eight years, um, and she's been hiring detectives. And now she's kind of she's gone through all the good detectives, 
and now she's kind of hiring the two-bit... Um, <laughs> the not so heel, heel and shoe, <laughs> heel and heel and shoe, not so, uh, <coughs> not so, uh, dete- not so uh, expensive detectives. Um, played by played by Samuel Jackson, who he, he's uh, his character is Mitch Hennessy, and uh, man, you know, he kicked us in this movie. I oh, and he's good. so funny. Yeah, he he, he I, this really kicked off uh, Samuel Jackson for me. I think he um, and he slotted into that comic relief. He, like he's not the hero of the movie. He, he he becomes more of a hero, uh, and he's a, a really integral character. But it, it, he's he's definitely perfect. Um, and we and we kind of we kind of get to we kind of get to meet him. Um, uh, and I don't think this is in order, but we kind of get to meet him. Uh, and he's pretending to be a police officer, and he breaks he breaks into. Well, you know, we have that. Oh, before we get into that, well, you know, because we, we you know because we have that really beautiful scene where um, Gina Davis, you know, it's Christmas. And, and they're having a family party at home and you get to meet um, uh, Gina Davis's boyfriend. Hal. Hal, who's this, you know, he's... He's just a nice guy. He's just just an awesome guy. You meet her daughter, uh, Caitlin. Um, uh, and, you know, yeah, uh, as you said, it covers that whole backstory. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the husband gives a speech and, yeah, everything's really good. And then she gets to drive... Yeah, she drives. Uh, she drives a, a a drunk party. Uh, an, an older guest home. An older guest home. Who uh, makes a bit of a pass there? Yeah, he. She. Yeah, they're driving home, and he's a bit drunk, and he gets a bit touchy feely in the car, and she's kind of shooing him away, which distracts her from what's actually happening on the road. Oh, and then road. she. And then she. She looks. Looks up, and there's a there's a deer, a deer standing in the middle of the road, which she can't avoid because it's a snowy, icy night, um, and the deer ends up uh, basically. Kicking her passenger, yeah, through on, the windscreen. Through he, the, she hits the and the deer, and then the, the deer's legs end up kicking both of them through the windscreen, and then they and veer she, off. Yeah, and hit a tree, and as they hit the tree, the deer flies off into the and into she the snow, flies and through and the window, goes through the window, yeah. and the car catches fire, yeah, um, which inevitably kills. Sadly, the dear old passenger, the touchy feely yeah. old grandpa, um, who, I'm. You know, maybe that's a. I don't know. I'm not going to go down that down that road <laughs> of uh, inappropriate touching. <laughs> but you know, he he he's clearly one of those one of those grandpas or uncles that you that your daughter goes uh, goes to the party and he, he goes, oh, you're such a lovely girl, <laughs> touchy feely. Yeah. He does ask that question, how often do you guys, and he puts his hand and he starts putting doing his the, finger through, through you know, yeah, to doing, simulate their, their the having sex. How yeah. often do you guys have sex? And, and she goes, oh, well, how often do we put our, our fingers in yeah, our hands? And so she plays it pretty cool mm. and um, and moves along. So she's she's cool under pressure. Even as Samantha came, but as 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 she gets herself out of the snow, she's bleeding and stuff. She walks over to the the deer, grabs it by the antlers, and yeah, it's obviously and dying. Dying, and she um, and she, she does the right thing. She just stone coldly snaps its neck, like yeah. something that brutal. She, yeah, it's something that she wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't expect. You wouldn't expect from a like a little you know a, 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 a small town housewife. Or a school teacher. Or a school teacher, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how to expertly kill a um, an eighty kilogram, <laughs> full of size adult deer. That's right, um, and uh, there's all uh, we 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 end up in this uh, Jer- Jersey correctional facility as well. Just after this, after the accident, 
after she lays down in the snow after killing the deer and her friend dies in the car. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a man sitting there from behind watching a telly through the cage. The telly's in a cage on the wall. And he's watching it. And he sees the, um, um, sees the Christmas parade. And he yeah. recognises... Um, One-Eyed Jack, I think. is the, Yeah, One-Eyed Jack. And she, she recognises... He recognises her. And he starts, you know, being visibly distraught. Excuse me. There you go. She starts being visibly... He starts being visibly distraught about the fact that she's still alive. Um, he he's starts smashing the TV. Yeah, and, and he's, he's screaming, "It's impossible!" And you know, she should be dead. Yeah, you're dead. Um, and and then we 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 kind of jump back to uh, the the kitchen. It's 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 quite a jump aroundy bit at this point. Mm. Um, well, they're just trying to build all the characters. That's right. And we have uh, Samantha Kane in the kitchen with a knife, um, and she says, "You know, I'll chop the carrots," and she starts dicing the carrots like an absolute expert and she goes i must have been a chef <laughs> and she's just like chopping give me something else to chop and she's just, and, uh, yeah and tom's um or hal he's just grabbing stuff out of the kitchen it's a cute scene he's stuff grabbing stuff out of the fridge and and you know his daughter's getting into it and, and that's cute it is it is it is quite cute and um samuel L., we get to have come back to the same meeting in the samuel L. jackson character um they have that um they break into a a, a room, a, a, an apartment. Or oh, no, you, you missed it where she um, she's cutting all the, the vegetables and he throws her a tomato and she sort of, she's balancing the knife on one finger, this big yeah. blade on, on one finger and it's perfectly balanced and then she throws the tomato up in the air, throws the knife through the tomato and it lodges into the, the cupboard. The cupboard, that's right. And then she looks at her partner and said... Uh, chefs, chefs do that. Chefs do that. <laughs> you know, like it's perfect. And he's uh, not too sold on. No, I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> I think he's starting to be a little bit concerned about. <laughs> about... And then we and, and then, then we move to this Samuel L. Jackson who who breaks into this room um, with two goons who are supposed to be, pretending to be police officers, but whose um, uh, mental capacity is somewhat <laughs> diminished. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, He's like he he's having this conversation with this man who is clearly not in bed with the woman that he's supposed to be in bed with. <laughs> what they they're not betrothed? No. They're not man and wife? No. And it turned it, it actually he actually extorts money from from this man. Yeah. It's a um, prostitution shakedown. It is, totally. And he's working with the woman who's the prostitute in, <laughs> yeah. the, in the and and they're, you know they're, it's all and and we see them later later on after that and he, you know she makes a comment about she works for him she works for him there yeah. she makes a comment about having to maybe not hiring such idiots <laughs> to you? be because they because they like you know read him his rights and he's like uh, <laughs> 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 one of the drugs managed to know uh, drug <laughs> druggies. He sort of fumbles the line, and then the the guy's like, "Whoa, we surely we can, you know, read some sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mutual agreement, a mutual agreement." And um, and he's like, "Well, clearly, you know, you don't have a lot of money from <laughs> your choice of," um, which is funny because we later find out that um, the, the young lady in question is actually actually um, working for him, <laughs> and she's his <coughs> like almost like his <coughs> his secretary, isn't she? Really. 
mm. or his assistant. Who and does all the legwork. She's, yeah, she's, she's the brains behind the operation. Absolutely, because she finds the... Um, she tr- <coughs> she traces the, 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 the postcard that Samantha Kane has gotten and has a file on... Because uh, they've actually been hired by Samantha to... Yeah, she gets part. the hit. She, she gets, gets the hit. Which is, which she doesn't find the postcard just yet. She, she realises that... Um, that um, uh, now she's following the case, and it turns out that um, so she's found a credit card, and from that credit card, um, the, the, which is her, I think the case's first significant lead in in the last eight years, and That's right. uh, and uh, which is which is quite extraordinary. Which which they then have to uh, chase up, but uh, in the interim. One Eye Jack has has yeah. One Eye Jack has basically found out uh, has escaped, and uh, he has found out where uh, she's living via the uh, the parade, mm. and um, has attended her house <laughs> With, uh, quite cleverly, <laughs> quite cleverly hidden uh, behind uh, some singers, I'm, some I'm, Christmas singers. I'm not sure. Who are doing a terrible job. Did it explain how he ex- escaped or? No, he just escaped. He just uh, just escaped. There was no kind of uh, explanation on how he actually escaped a maximum no, security he, he, facility. Uh, yeah, he's obviously not very impressed with um, with. Uh, he's a professional this lady. He wants her dead. So so he turns up uh, at choir time, Christmas Christmas uh, choir time, carrying uh, a uh, rather large shotgun with an underslung. Rocket launcher. That's right. Yes, and um, which which comes in handy when uh, when he blows a hole in the wall on the staircase mm. because Samantha Kane is allowed is 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 then enabled to toss <coughs> her, toss her daughter dwarf style. Yeah, <laughs> we we don't <laughs> we don't condone that. No, um, no. in any way, shape, or form. Wait, did you notice the scene where he sort of he sort of kicks in the front door and and uh, and they sort of have a bit of a tussle and. She's dropped a bowl of candy on the floor, and he sort of trips on it, and which is very home home alone esque. Yeah, uh, I don't. I wonder if there's a link between that. Is uh, there... Well, I don't think Rennie Harlan <laughs> made home. He alone. sort of slides and, in, and, you know. He you know, you know he, he basically does that horizontal. And and thankfully, there's no Macaulay Culkin in this movie. Yeah. So uh, um, uh, Hal runs out and attempts to um, to um, to get engaged. This this one odd one odd Jack. Uh, and at that point, what you said, she's dwarf tossed her daughter out out of the out of the house, uh, basically onto like a cubby house or cubby something. house, yeah, the, probably uh, yeah, the like. Yeah, she's given her a good throw. It's a, was a, would have won would have won a, a few prizes back in the day when that sort of thing was um, not frowned upon. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, then she uh, basically takes on one eyed Jack in a mono 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 which mono, is mono. yeah and um, he's he's got the shotgun and he puts a few rounds into, she um, opens into the, the place she uses the fridge door to uh to deflect uh, a shotgun blast yep which um, um hey who who knew fridge doors were that were that good bulletproof but um she eventually uh beats him breaks his neck she hits him with a with a, a fry a pan pie. A, she hits him with a pie, yeah. A pie, like a custard pie or mm. something. And he goes down like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, I don't know what was behind the custard pie. Which is extraordinary. Mm. But she... Um, maybe he was allergic. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's an egg allergy. <laughs> it happens, folks. 
Yeah. More than I like to admit. <laughs> get yourself checked if you're getting into like a weird rash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be the eggs. <laughs> Could just be the... Uh, the, well, they, the, maybe they were free range. It could just be the the uninhibited use of Vaseline, but it could be the eggs. Um, but anyway, he she, goes down. He goes down. She snaps his neck. Oh no! She does that karate punch. Hal and walks up, and she, she does that sort of punch into karate, the back of the head. And I think Hal's in a bit of a shock as to how Who is this my woman? you know uh, primary school teacher girlfriend, who's um, who's very um, uh, unassuming. Yeah, know how to you know punch someone in the back of the head like that, and then she snaps his neck, and then licks the licks the the, the cake the cake off her finger, and and uh, did she say chefs do that or? I think I she might. Think so. I'm I'm not, not, she not says sure. something, but I can't I can't remember yeah. what it was. But it's some sort of comedic kind of. <coughs> <coughs> let's let's make light of killing the stranger in our kitchen, uh, moment. Yeah. Now, does she remember? Does she remember any of this? Because she had these. Again, these um these periods where she spoke to her daughter inappropriately. There was the incident the, on the ice. ice where she where she where she basically says life is pain. She took her daughter ice skating on, on ice, and, and um, her daughter fell over, and her daughter said, "Oh, look, my elbow's really sore." And she and tells she, her not to be a baby. She said, "Get up! You will you will um skate to the edge, and you will not you will not fall down." And the way she spoke to her, and then um there's a scene just after that where. Uh, Hal's tucking her, her daughter or the, uh, her daughter into bed, Caitlin, and uh, it turns out that she had, um, she had her wrist in, in a, in a cast. cast. Yeah, so and she it was it, broken. It was broken. It was broken. And and, wrist, and, yeah. and, um, and that's when she hides in the cubby house and actually says to Hal, "I don't know what I said to her. I, I, I don't know what I said to her." And she, I didn't know she had a broken, yeah. broken elbow. And um, so it just goes to show that every time that. Um, her original persona comes back. She, she forgets about. She they're, they're almost like competing personas. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. There's uh, one or the other. It's like a I guess a schizophrenic kind of thing. Yeah. Where you know the different personas appear and take control of the situation, depending upon, um, you know, whether it's fight or flight or not. Mm. I think if it's a fight or flight uh, situation, that that uh, persona from a previous. Um, previous life comes to the fore and just everything else is washed away basically yeah yeah um so i, I think at this stage this is where um during the um that that, that fight scene coincidentally that um that um uh we meet, mr we meet, hennessy we, actually arrived uh and he had actually found the daughter wandering outside he put right. her in the in his car and and in the morning the uh hennessy the detective the private investigator and mm. and uh, Caitlin, uh, not Caitlin, uh, uh, Samantha Kane. Samantha Kane decide to go and pursue the new the lead. clue, the the lead that they've got. Um, and I think it's also like she's she's she needs to find out who she is, uh, and why she's having these these moments of you know, uh, where she's having visions of the previous life where she's murdering people and stuff yeah and she needs to leave to not only protect her family but to find out who who she is she needs to not be there in case someone else turns up to kill her yeah um which you know is a possibility because earlier just prior to that we meet a guy called timothy who has a un- undisclosed person um 
tied <laughs> tied to the tied to a ceiling. <laughs> who doesn't uh, look very happy? Who doesn't look very happy about it? it? Looks a bit beaten up. And he receives a phone call on one of the early uh, mobile phones. It, well, it's 1996, folks, so it's not high tech. And, it's, it um, looks like a brick. And some of the scene changes are a bit clumsy, but mm. uh, um, but so are we. So it'll uh, it'll it'll all, it'll all come out in the mix. Yeah, at some point, whether we stutter. <laughs> or not um, so he receives a call from uh, someone called Daedalus who we've never met um, um, about um, about Charlie being alive and that uh, One-Eyed Jack had, had and One-Eyed Jack called him I think called him about it yeah um, and he's taught and Timothy or Tim is uh, there are some that call me Tim <laughs> it's Monty Python um, <laughs> it's the wizard well, <laughs> He's, a, he's not a very nice guy with a knife. No, he. But he's he, quite generous. He, he, you know, he, he, um, he, he says to the guy, um, you know, I, I think the guy actually pleased with him to shoot him with a gun, but he just used the gun, not the knife. Yeah, but, and he was thinking about it. No, he ends up killing him with the knife. Yeah, and then when he takes the phone call, he, you know, Timothy, who's um, who's quite, I, I think he's quite an appropriate bad guy. He's not the strongest bad he's, guy he's you've a ever met. No, but he's 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 got like a. A kind a of bit of a touch of whimsy, yeah, a bit whimsical, a bit kind of sinister at the same time. Yeah, um, and he's got a weird face. Yeah, just like you, you're almost like it's almost like it's a joke. Everything's, <laughs> yeah. everything's a joke. Yeah, here's this guy. Here's this guy who's hanging from you know, uh, you know, the roof or whatever it is. You know, his, his hands tied up and he you know, hasn't got a shirt on. It looks it's middle of winter, so it must be pretty cold and. And um, <clears throat> Timothy gets a phone call and and he sort of mouths, "I'm so sorry," <laughs> and so the guy's <laughs> hanging up. This is so embarrassing, so unprofessional. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm here to torture you, and I really shouldn't be taking phone calls, <coughs> but I've kind of got to take this one. Mm. Unfortunately for the guy hanging up, uh, hanging up from the ceiling, that it's not a nice phone call, and Timothy. <laughs> He gets a bit cross. And... Now, now after Timothy murders it and, and uh, Mitch and, and Samantha go on their road trip, uh, we cut to a like a um, a kitchen, um, and there's a like a, a a gentleman there who actually in the end turns out to be the president, um, having a conversation with his advisors who are CIA, whatever about this Operation Honeymoon. That's kind of gone, you know. Everything's gone pear shaped, and blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, telling them to get their house in order. Basically, um, he's obviously not aware of, you know, the whole situation. But mm. um, there's a man there that uh, is, and that's a guy called Leland Perkins, who's Leland Perkins, who's which was the, coincidentally the name of her daughter's teddy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so unbeknownst to her, subconsciously, she has actually remembered some of the names from from the past. Her past. That's right. Um, so, and he's the CIA head head of the CIA. Um, he's he's the 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 the, the section head or whatever of the oh. who's running that or the running that particular operation yeah. or was yeah. running that operation. So they have a conversation in the ca- like we jump back to the car and there's Samuel L. Jackson and. Samantha in the car, oh, Mitch and Samantha, and they're having a conversation about the postcard. And um, well, it, it turns out that um, that that um, from the credit card they found a lead to yeah. a person who actually had some uh, a clothing of a person attached to the credit card, 
Uh, I think there must have been a signature on that credit card that somehow linked was, you know. Mm. And that was um, uh, uh, Dr. Nathan Walden. Yeah, so they, they found like, a, uh, they f- this, this, this postcard with his name on it. That's right. So they, um, Charlie, Charlie, or I'm, I'm, I'm referring Samantha to... Kane that Samantha Kane. Samantha Kane. I'm rings. still, I'm referring to her Charlie all the way yeah. through because it's easier to do. But Samantha Kane, um, at that point, rings, rings, um, rings uh, Walden, Dr. Walden, uh, played by the not astrophysicist Brian Cox. He's brilliant. Um, he's very good in pretty much everything he's, that he he's, does. He's great in everything good, he does. Good, he's a good actor. And he um, he knows who it is straight away. Yeah, he confirms her actual full name. That's right. Which then kicks off more investigations. That's yeah. right. Um, and he tells them to... Um, uh, they want to meet him. And he says, you can't meet here. Uh and gives them a place to meet, which is a train station. Mm. Um, and then they hang up. And it cuts to a government facility. And they've actually had uh, Dr. Walden's phone bugged. And they, since since this other guy got out. That's right. Um, so, they now, so they now know where Samantha Kane is going to be or mm. Charlie is going to be. The following morning. That's right. So they turn up at a... Um, at the... Uh, at the designated uh, place uh, which is the train station and they're standing there waiting for um, waiting for Dr. Walden to turn up and a man comes um, a man comes in and prior to this they're walking into the train station and Samuel L. Jackson who has a uh, or Mitch who has a love of uh, John Lee Hooker um, <laughs> it's uh, he's, you know, singing. he's singing I got my keys in my pocket and he and the gun in the yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's singing and he's doing this all the way and he does this all the way through the movie which kind of makes it it, it was interesting because they 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 i think they dubbed in some dialogue i don't know whether you noticed but as they're walking in um he says oh he said um i said something about putting the gun in his pants and he said yeah yeah i'm just trying not to shoot my dick off and then she said she said um i i didn't know you were a sharpshooter <laughs> You know, uh, so this, but that to me, that actually sounded like it had been dubbed in, sort of mm. it had been edited into the film afterwards. There's, you know, for a bit of the you know, the old extra can laugh sort of stuff. Mm. There, yeah. there is that kind of dialogue all the way through, though, between the two. There is it's a very witty dialogue, mm. and they um. <coughs> so they're wait, yeah. they're waiting, they're waiting yeah. at the bar in the train station for this uh, meeting with this Doctor Walden, um, and this man walks up with a hat and a newspaper folded up. Um, and he, uh, one of them says to him, you know, Dr. Walden, he kind of nods, but doesn't say anything. And then he goes to put his hand in the newspaper and she instant, she realizes instantaneously, Charlie appears and she screams gun and puts a hand in Samuel L. Jackson's jacket pocket and shoots the man through the, through his jacket with, with, with Mitch's gun Mm. as they're falling to the ground. Yeah. And, and puts yeah. about three three in him as well. Three, it's yeah, not three just like one no, shot. So it was this 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 instantaneous reaction. She, you know, so her, that so it, it's obviously not Samantha Kane that's reacting. At this no, it's, it's, it's Charlie Baltimore. Yeah, and um, so the, the, everyone starts screaming, and as they do in such movies, you know, there's a wide range of panic. Yes, gone, gone. Everyone's gone, and these really? um, other guys come they come come out with machine guns now. So now they're really they're, they're trying to make good their escape, and then um, the, I think the police officer in uh, the in um, uh, Hennessy 
kicks in and he recognises. Yeah, well, at this point guys. we don't know. We, at this point we don't know he's a police officer. No, no. But or 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 at least he was a police officer. Yeah. Um, and they they make they head upstairs. They make a, a getaway to the the upper levels of the train station, and um, and Samuel L. Jackson is uh, kind of uh, Mitch. He's secured a machine gun off one of the floors. That's right. And he's leaning against the wall. And, he, and she kind of says, you know, is it all clear? And this hand grenade comes through. And um, he goes, he just says, run. You know, it's like, nope, got to run. Yeah, <laughs> so they run they're they running run. down a hallway. And they jump through. Well, I, didn't, I didn't realise the hand grenades were so powerful. I oh, know, that was, yeah. It's, it's a, <laughs> it literally takes out almost the entire floor. Oh, it was one of those potent, it's like you know. About, Eight, eight kilos of C4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they run down the corridor. She's got the machine gun. She grabs the handgun, puts a few rounds through the window, pops open the window, they, and then they jump out. They jump out of the second floor. Yeah. And there, and there was a sign when they parked up which said "No, no walking on the lake, thin ice." Mm. And they're actually falling towards the thin ice. And as they're falling, she's shooting the machine gun at the ice to break it up. Yeah, pretty cool scene. It's a very cool scene, all, all in slow mo. Yeah, um, cracks the ice. They land in the water, and at that point, he's, Mitch is like, "I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> I'm done. And she's and, got uh, to, she's got to convince him. And and it's not the only occasion that he says, "I'm done." Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty much uh, 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 at the first sign of danger, kind of guy. He's out. Yeah, yeah. They lose their guns at this stage, but and, and then they sort of walk back to, and then they sort of. Sneak back to the car park, but unfortunately, the uh, the assassins have have come out of the train station in there, you know, and one in particular is trying to shoot them, and they hide behind the car. And this is when Brian Cox's character turns up. Um, Doctor Nathan Wilman rocks up in his car, and he's like, "Get in, get in, get in!" And then they they head off. Yeah, and he he does explain, he explains a lot a lot more, mm. uh, a lot more to them as to that he he trained her. He was, he was the one who brought her in and yeah. he trained her as a, a and much, she much, had bought. Much, much, much like uh, the character in um, um, the Bourne trilogy. The Bourne trilogy? Um, which I think might have been Brian Cox as well. Yeah, Brian Cox was in that. I yeah, think there he was, was some similarities. Uh, and I think Brian them. Cox in that was also the, the doctor who had programmed Jason Bourne to be a stone cold killer. <laughs> Jason Bourne had retrograde amnesia. As well. I know. Here we go. Here we go, folks. This is, um, you heard it first. I say, we put two and two together, we get eight. That's, <laughs> that's eight and a half. <laughs> so they, they actually feel that at, the, at, at that Brian Cox is maybe not as trustworthy as... Well, they don't, they don't trust him. No, not no. at all. Um, and so... They cold cocked him as They well. do, and... Take his car, leave him lying yeah, on the ground. Yeah. After that, after uh, they done a, they did a costume change on the side of the road, and uh, Samuel Jackson was wearing somewhere Brian Cox's, Cox's, oh Nathan Waldman's, uh, golf clothes. They look like golf clothes to me. Yeah, they're a little bit like. Yeah, it looks like he plays about nine rounds or nine holes on some. The back, some, <laughs> the, the back, back nine. nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she, or, that's or what she Tom, said as Donald Trump likes to call it the smart door sorry uh, folks I said it yeah. uh, the back nine or at least that's what she said <laughs> um, yeah, so, we, so we actually find out a lot of, like that conversation in the car we find a lot out about um, about Samantha Kane or or um, 
Charlene or Charlie. Charlie, as is, he yeah. like as, as she's often referred to, um, uh, and um, which is which is great. Um, but unfortunately, they don't they don't trust Waldman. No, not at all. And and so they cold cock him, and then they steal his car, and they 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 start heading for because um, the the postcard had that they didn't tell Waldman the postcard actually had a place on it. A place on it. They were visiting. Uh, um, it's it refers to Uncle Max, which they thought was Brian Brian Waldman's character, um, Nathan Waldman's character. So that's who they rang, but on the card, it mentioned this gentleman. This gentleman that they were going to visit to, which is um, um, uh, Morse, David, yeah, David Morse, that, David who's, Morse is who's playing Luke. Luke. So that's right. So they went to get more answers. They went and visited. So they they head they head for this little farm farmhouse, water wheel, granary place. Yeah. Um. Right, do they um, do they? They're heading there, but they actually stopped off at a motel first, didn't they? They did. They stopped off. They stopped off at a motel. motel. That's right, because because she, she searched the suitcase. They had an interesting conversation, and you could see a real a real affection between the, the two main that's characters. That's when she's growing. That's when she she pulls the suitcase apart and she finds the um, the dismantled sniper rifle. Yeah. Within the suitcase, and she and she puts it together like she's got her eyes closed. But but did you did you notice that 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 I actually thought it was quite clever that that. It was it was um, and Samuel Jackson's character. They really put it together that she was changing. Like before his eyes, she was changing. Mm, she's and becoming... he, he recognized it. Um, and he keeps trying to like because she, you know, and 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 we find this later on when she <coughs> when she's fully immersed into the Charlie character. Yeah. Um, and he keeps like questioning that. You know, surely Samantha came from somewhere because she's like, you know, Samantha's dead. Yeah. And yeah. Charlie's here and here to stay and yeah. surely you know there's some truth he's kind of throwing it like trying to get her to maybe find her softer side still yeah later on and and by by you know you know surely samantha came from somewhere so yeah, you know, he, yeah. He, he does that for quite a while so but we, but we, so, so then she shuts the door between the two rooms because he's half naked at the time and he's drinking booze and then she she finds the the gun at the she, bottom of the suitcase and she starts assembling in Starts assembling it, and she like puts, a boss, like a boss, puts it, puts one in the in the chamber, and cocks it, and puts it on the bed, and then she finds a knife, and she well, she falls asleep. Oh, yeah, she finds a knife. She finds the knife, and well, she's looking in the mirror with the knife. Yeah, and she kind of goes to put the knife back in, and looks up, and there's like a a, a vision of her in the mirror where her hair's all been shaved off, and she's got blood and stuff hanging from her face, yeah. and. That that image leans out from the mirror and goes to slice her. Yeah. At which point she has that whole. She um, she wakes up from a nightmare. She wakes up from around, a nightmare. Sees the gun on the bed. Picks up the gun. Samuel L. Jackson she, walks in the door and she goes, bang, and at that point Samuel L. Jackson's out again. I'm out. I'm out, folks. <laughs> uh, but that uh, which leads into that whole we actually find out some really important information about uh, Samuel L. Jackson at that point because he's like, oh, you know, and. Well, she makes a reference to prison. Um, oh, she goes, you don't know what it's like, you know, not knowing who you are. It's like being in prison. And he goes, I've been in prison and I'm not going back. He spent four years in prison. Mm. Um, and it turns out that he was a police officer who had a partner who didn't much like him very much. Um, and uh, the 
internal affairs raided raided his house and found some illegal contraband in his cupboard. Um, to which Samantha Kane or Charlie says, you know, you you were set up, and he goes, no, I stole it. <laughs> yeah. she, she even grins, you know. So it, he's like, like, he's the dumbest dumb guy ever he's and, a, uh, he got set up and he ends up going to jail for four years but he, you know, he, didn't he, get, he doesn't he doesn't hide from the fact that he did it no he totally did it he's like yeah i was totally uh, be, uh involved in criminal activities <coughs> I, I just didn't think my friend who was involved in criminal activities would set me up yeah we do we do earlier on we do actually meet his boy his boy and like he's obviously separated from his wife and he's got a young boy and and, his, and he, he clearly loves his boy but his wife just doesn't trust him because he's an ex-con mm. and which is quite sad so yeah yeah you have this this the comic side relief who actually has quite a you know sad backstory that's right and then they you know but then you have um uh, hennessy and um and um uh um Samantha Kane's character, who he really likes, and that so they, they yeah they it's, play it's off an each other. Interesting relationship, and, and they he bounce. misses Samantha, uh, Samantha Kane when uh, oh, he when Charlie himself. when Charlie turns up. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, because she's kind of more whimsical and and she's even though she's like a school teacher, she's still got a pretty good comeback. Whereas yeah. Samantha Kane is a little bit scary. Yeah, I think to him. Yeah, he can deal with um, Charlie's a little bit scary. I think he can deal with yeah. Samantha Kane. But yeah, Charlie's a little bit, and she's next level. Yeah, well, they, you know, they jump in the car, and he's like, "That's it," and you, know, you can have all your money back. He gives her all the money that she's given him. That's right. He gives it back, and he's, "That's it. I'm going to drop you off at home. I, I you know, I can't do this." And she's and, like begging to him, isn't she? To say, you know, well, well, she's kind of like you're the only one that can kind yeah, of help. He him. rolls over. He rolls know, over pretty easy. He's a softy, and he, so he's genuinely a nice guy. Because she says to him, "Oh." Well, you missed, you missed, she says to him, you missed my turn. You know that turn? Do yeah. you know, do you know what it said on the sign? What did it say on the Scranton. sign? Scranton. You know who else is from Scranton? Who's from Scranton? Joe Biden. Oh, God. <laughs> probably, probably a good thing they missed that turn. <laughs> <laughs> I like Joe Biden. I'd rather vote for Joe Biden than Donald Trump. Um, are there any other choices? No. Thank God we don't have to. Uh, uh, the, there is. There's only one other. Uh, uh, the designated survivor. Anyway, moving on. So so we end up, they, he misses the turn off and then she's like, she's like, oh, so we're in this. And um, <laughs> she says, I better give you your money back. And uh, so she gives the money back to him and they go visit Luke. Luke. Dayless. Uh, well, who we, also we, goes by the name of. It's Daedalus, but we don't know it's Daedalus at the moment. No, no, but we know David David Moore's place. Yeah, who's a, a cool actor? I really mm, like. He's, he's good in pretty much. He plays Everything. he plays those character actors. He's yeah, like, it's, it's really not the main strong side. as nails, you know. Yeah. So he, she gets out of the car and she kind of says, "Yeah, you know, Luke," and he comes over and gives her a hug and everything. This is on his farm, isn't it? That's right. Um. And we later find out that he is Daedalus and that he's in cahoots with uh, old Timothy. Yeah, well, uh, uh, she's there. That's right. Because uh, Daedalus was her target. She was to assassinate Daedalus. But unfortunately, um, Timothy and um, 
the then two odd Jack. Yeah. <laughs> two eyes back then. And um, uh, caught her. And shot. Um, uh, there was a, well, we a get bit that, of a punch up. Well, we get that flashback um, uh, in, a, in a wee while. Okay. Um, when, uh, because the, uh, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson gets, uh, I think he gets shot at that point. Um, Does he? Well, uh, Walden comes back and saves them. Yeah, well, no, Walden, Walden is, because um, she um, she ends up on the water, tied to the water wheel. Yeah, but uh, Walden comes back at that stage. He's actually there. Mm. And then the chopper flies in. Remember? Um, though, uh, Charlie goes off and interviews Luke. That's right. And um, But but uh, Hennessy's, you know, he's not, not convinced about this. And uh, he sort of goes up and he's standing next to the barn and he's like, I'm a badass motherfucker. <laughs> and then w- w- Walden well, he, gets the well, drop on him. Well, Walden he... gets the drop on him and then the helicopter flies in. Yeah. And uh, and that's the point where Walden basically says, "Oh no, he, she knows so much about him because he's the target. She studied the target, mm. and that's when the three of them get captured by the guys." In the that's right. And she ends up she ends up on the water wheel. Um, <coughs> but as you say, with the Samuel L. Jackson's bad motherfucker, he's uh, he's doing that to John Lee Hooker as well again. Yeah. And he does that. It's oh, it's very endearing. It is. It's it's kind of like oh, he's such a lovely guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's an idiot. He's, <laughs> but you know, he's gonna die horribly. He's gonna horribly. die a horrible death. But um, so she um, she ends up tied to the water wheel, and they're like submerging her, um, and attempting to break her for information. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're like. Well, because she think, came back after yeah. eight years. She came back, so trying, she's obviously remembered something. They're trying to, to find know. out. They need to know what she's finding. And when they submerge her, she starts having those flashbacks to what actually happened to her, um, mm. and that's when she um, she has those the visions of uh, being shot in the head by the by one eyed Jack and falling off the cliff mm. um, into the water, and everybody thinking that she's dead. Um, and when they submerge her, Walden's actually already dead under the tide underneath the water. Yeah, he's already been interrogated. He's, he's already, already been murdered. He's already been taken care of. Yeah. Um, and uh, Timothy, uh, you know, tells Daedalus to sort it out and he Just leaves. Just kill her. When you're done, when when you're you're done kill asking her. questions. And he, he leaves. He does confess. He monologues and actually does confess that they're actually, they're, he's in the middle of a, um, he's in the middle of a, a deal. A very, a very significant, important deal, um, and that's the reason why he needs to know who yeah. she's spoken to, what you know, what she's remembered, and who she's spoken to. That's right. So she, uh, the water, she manages to loose free her hand, um, and she and Walden has a gun on him, which she, when she goes under, she gets the gun out of his pants. Out of his pants. Out of his pants. She goes down into his back. I was like, that's a weird, you know, sticky. Well, he, he does admit that he always carries three guns, one on his shoulder, one on his hip or whatever, one on his ankle and, and one on his pants. That, you know. So she, she she gets her hand free and reaches down and grabs the gun. And as the water wheel comes up, she exe- she, she executes her mission from eight years ago. and uh, Well, she shoots him in the knee and he goes down. She shoots him... In the chest. And then she shoots the lock on the barrel so mm. that the water wheel doesn't drop again. Yeah. She's pretty smooth. Mm. And then takes her time and unties and then goes up to him and... Uh, you remember what she says? No, I can't. Uh, yeah, it's pretty smooth though. 
And then she executes it. She, that's right. And then they go to, like, uh, at that point, um, uh, Mitch, and, Mitch and her go to a hotel in Jersey. Um, and he's got a rather large uh, Oh, she does, she does rescue him from it because he's trapped in, he's in another part of the, the house. And, yeah. and all you hear is this massive gun play. He's obviously naked and tied up underneath the floor. Yeah. And then, the, uh, you know, whatever trap door opens up and she just sees the silhouette. He sees the silhouette of her, you know, standing there with a big ass gun. And, you know, and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, which is quite clever, and then they end up going. They, to they end up in Jersey, and she's got, and he's got like a a um, a plaster over his um, over his side where he's been shot, or where she, he's been stabbed. Yeah. Um, and she um, she she's she gone starts, through a transformation. She's gone through a transformation. She's cut her hair. She's bleached it blonde. Um, she's you know she's never smoked before, but she's chuffing away like a like a you know two pack a day woman <laughs> yeah and uh <laughs> there was that chow scene i don't think i had a thing for gina davis after that chow scene <laughs> <laughs> well she walks she walks out to him because he's got the the plaster on him and he you know he, he wants to take it off to you know she says you got to change it but he doesn't but she wanna... says well you're 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 seeping you're weeping yeah, you need to change the dressing basically and he's he's not really you're keen on ripping it off so she she, she flashes him and while he um you know, his eyes sort of go really, really wide. Gets a, gets an eyeful. <laughs> she, while he's still got an eyeful, he, he she rips the, the rips the plaster off, <laughs> and then closes her dressing gown and continues on. Yeah, uh, there was a reference to her deflaring a virgin or something. She'd read it in a book or something. So Not similar to deflaring a virgin by biting someone on their, on their ear, but um and uh, and she said you've done that right, and he said no no. I just usually sock them in the jaw and then say, Pop goes the weasel. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so right. we have at this point that Mitch, obviously, we, where we had the previous conversation, and Mitch, Mitch thinks that Samantha is a bit of a, isn't a fabrication, isn't, uh, isn't a fabrication of her persona. It's actually who she is. Yeah. Um, um, which Charlie is constantly <coughs> like poo pooing. Um, and then Charlie calls, gives Perkins a call. Yes. Um, uh, and has a conversation with Perkins, to which Perkins tell, uh, informs Timothy that he has to deal with the situation. Yeah, it turns out that, that Timothy is also present. And, um, and, and here we get a sense of... Here, I think the two things that sort of gave away the plot for me, probably at this point, was is that the meeting with the president... Mm-hmm. And the president criticised uh, Perkins over his rampant spending because he was criticising who the hell is this Charlie woman? Yeah. And he's and th- at that point Perkins says, "Well, no, she's a she's a uh, she's a, a leftover has been, um, and we terminated her. She's no, we don't involve agents like that anymore." And then the president says, "Well, and that's the reason why you don't have your funding anymore. You know, can you can you say the word healthcare? Healthcare. So." Money's been taken off these agencies, um, and they want it back. Yeah, because they need to keep. They need. They want it. They want it back. Mm. So they've got something in play to um, a situation in play that will uh, uh, reinstall some of that funding. Yeah, or a large large amount of funding back to mm-hmm. their department or back to their organisation. Yeah, yeah. And um, now this, this is the crux of the movie now, isn't it? But pretty much, yeah. We yeah. we head into that. They now. do mention the. Um, at which point do they mention the uh, 
the Twin Tower bombings. The, well, the it's, two, not the, the, it's not the, the Twin Tower. It's the ninety. It's the ninety-three bombings. No, not the plane crash, but the bombings, the early bombings. The, you know yeah. how they um, they drove a couple of vehicles Trucks, into yeah, the, I think that was 90, into 93? The, into the underground. Yeah, ninety-three. So they referenced so, the ninety-three attack, and they've but when they linked it directly with the CIA because apparently, oh, in the movie they linked it. Yeah, linked it directly which, to the CIA. which is funny because, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and this was all before the Twin Towers as That's well. That's right. Which is really. Really, quite um, well. It was a it was a previous attack. It, it well, yeah, absolutely. And but, they've and they've got some ideas in play that will um, uh, sh- basically uh, shed light on a certain ethnic group. Uh, yeah. With yeah. Uh, with what they're uh, what they're planning to do, um, but we before we get there, uh, Charlie uh, leaves the hotel room and goes uh, walk. Uh, she's she's walking down the street. Um, uh, with, you know, obviously he's getting uh, getting some fresh air, just clearing yeah, the that's mind. right. And um, I think Mitch follows her, but he hasn't caught up to her at this point. And oh, it, and she it, does. She does. Um, she does get uh, Mitch to call her um, to call his um, investigator and and to say uh, uh, because at this point she believes that if if Perkins is going to turn on her, per- Perkins would be. Have linked Mitch to um, to uh, situ- Charlie, yeah. and would be bugging her phone. So she's putting in a play to see if Perkins is actually if he's going to buy it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but while she's while she's clearing the air, um, a gentleman walks up to her and asks her something, um, and starts leading her down an alleyway. Yeah. I actually that we we missed one important scene, which I think is really quite critical. Yeah. Is that um, uh, after that phone call. Back, uh, uh, Mitch's phone call to his investigator back to the um, to the hotel room, and um, Charlie makes a play. She makes a play for Mitch mm. uh, as Charlie. Yeah, and um, and Mitch isn't having a bar of it. No, because he misses Samantha. Samantha Kane, and he knows and that Samantha has a. And he, he thinks, well, no, you're only doing this because you want to kill off Samantha Kane completely. And he actually pulls out that photograph that he found in the bin. Yeah. And he shows it to her, and then she's sort of, no, that's it, and she walks out. And that's when she goes to the That's when walk. she walks out. And we don't know Mitch is there, at the, you know, following or anything like no. that. Which is, which, yeah, I, 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 it's it, it's great. That whole dynamic they've got going on, that he wants her back. Because mm. she's come from somewhere. He's linked it. That, that's right. That, that, that she's such a, a, an amazing person as, as a Samantha Kane. That has come from somewhere. That is right, and so <laughs> and so we end up we end up in this um, this this alleyway, um, and the, the the guy who takes her down there pulls a gun on her. Yeah, and this is when Mitch turns up, and he's got a bigger gun. Yeah, and he pu- pulls it out, and points it at a, at 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 the, the the man who is obviously there has been hired to take care of business. Yeah, um, and she's and, not having a bar. Well, she, she she's well, she, like, can you? Look, this is a distraction. Can you come back later? And she's like, "Where's the other?" Well, you know, and she says, well, "You know, the, where's, where's the other? The other? There's always two of you, or three, or, or three, a team. There's a team. There's always two or three of you." And he's like, "It's just me." It's just, and he's like, "There's always, there's always three of them." And it turns out there is because she takes care of him, and then the someone else comes out from a dumpster behind down the cor- down the alleyway, and then someone else comes from the street. Yeah, so she dispatches all three guys in so a pretty she, timely fashion. That's right. She looks at Mitch and she goes, 
Put that gun away. It's like, <laughs> like, like you, you don't know. Use it. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be me. Crisis. Uh, it's a big gun too. It is. It is. It is a big gun. And they they get it. They go for a drive at this point. They're having a um, a conversation in the car. Um, she's she's lit up and smoking away again. And um, Mitch basically says to her, you know, you don't really need me. <coughs> <laughs> so she opens the car door while she's driving it and pushes him out onto the road. And I, I this this made me I, I laughed at this point because he's lying on the road and he doesn't even move. This car's going past him. He's just lying on the road. He pulls opens up his cigarette packet, puts a cigarette in his mouth. Doesn't even help him. No, no one easy comes in to help him. No one comes to know. help him. He's lying on the road and he's just lying there smoking a cigarette. Cars on passing by. And then she pulls up next to him again, opens the door, and she's almost like saying, "I do need your help." Get in. <laughs> get, get in. There's always a, you know, there's always a snag in this. And she needs his help for something. Yeah. She, she doesn't know what it she is She can't yet. truly cut him loose. Doesn't know what it is yet. But then, uh, yeah, sure enough, he comes back and then we find out what it is. So they, um, so they, uh, they, they head back to, um, back to her hometown. Yeah. At this point. Because she needs a key. She needs, she needs a, a key, key to a airport. Um, to uh, a safety locker. deposit safety deposit box. Yeah. Um. And and she as they drive into town in the in the the uh, the Bronco, uh, she jumps out with the the sniper rifle and rolls in the snow and then hops over the fence and she bumps into one of her school her child's school friends Raymond. Who we meet at at a party the yeah. the very first party yeah. the, the opening scene and he's on. and he's out the back out the back by the fence you know smoking away as a as a small child yeah and she says to him uh uh you know tell no one you've seen me or i'll blow your fucking head off yeah yeah <laughs> she takes the cigarette out of him because i think in the in the first scene and then gives it back she has a in the first scene he's um she catches him trying to pinch a cigarette out of someone's pocket yeah and he goes no, I don't want to catch you smoking. I'll kill you if I catch you smoking. That's right. And Jokingly. Then, yeah. And then later on, she jumps over the fence and needs this kid having She's a cigarette. She's like, hello, Roman. And, then, and she, then she takes the cigarette, has a chaff, gives it back to him and says, if you see, if you, if you tell anyone you've seen me, I'll fucking kill you. I'll blow your fucking head off. That's right. And then he wets himself and throws the cigarette away. <laughs> this poor kid. This poor kid, traumatised oh, for life. She's got this big ass automatic rifle in her hands, you know. It's so, quite terrifying with a new... Short blonde procs up one head. That's right, and she um she goes into the house and she finds uh, the bear, and the key, and then she hears the carols singing. The carol, the carols and the Christmas things down happening. the road. There's obviously the road. some sort of nativity scene. Yeah, so she gets her sniper rifle up, <coughs> looks through the scope, and sees uh, Hal and Caitlin. Caitlin in the, the middle of the nativity. Yeah. At the middle of the nativity scene, um, and at this point, a hit team arrives. Um, and, and, she, she, and you can see her, her persona wobbles yeah, it's, a couple it, of times there because, you know, she looks there's, down and you know, there's, it, there's this pause. There's like a reappearance yeah. of, of the Samantha Kane in her, mm. her which, is, which is happening. Yeah. Um, and, the, and, the, and this car arrives with a, a team of hitmen on board. Um, Mitch takes off in the Bronco. Yeah, he's big in the horn, he's which is obviously code for um, there <laughs> something's, something's gone awry. Some, shit, some shit's gone down. <laughs> and... Um, she sees them going around the thing, and and, and she looks down and sees the uh, Caitlin skates, puts them on. Yeah, <laughs> and then she starts. She so she found time for a very quick costume change. Well, it was only the boots. 
How long does it take to put boots on? Oh, it would have taken a while. It yeah. takes me a while. Yeah, well, but I'm being, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, getting old. <laughs> Is this um, assisted or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a sponge bath. <laughs> so anyway, she skates across the lake and um, yeah, like and, you do and, in the middle of a fight. Pulls out her very large um, pistol. While she's oh, you just got the sniper up. She's got some sort of automatic rifle sling across her back. Uh, yeah, that a pistol. She looks. She looks like she's doing the, uh, the what is it? The heptath? Not the heptathlon. What's the the skiing and shooting one in the Olympics? Well, the biathlon. Well, do you know that Gina Davis was? Uh, was she a biathlon? No, no. She was represented she the USA at the Olympics. Oh, really? And what I event? believe you know, she was uh, uh, an archery. Yeah, she represented her country in archery. Oh, archery. Yeah, I don't know if she won anything, but um, yeah, it's not amazing. That's very good. So um, you learn something every day. Mm. So she skates across the ice and she's like, pulls out the pistol and she's basically just sliding. You know, she's not skating at this point. She just steadies herself on the ice. Yeah. And then a um, couple of shots takes it. Takes front out. Wheel. Takes out all. Takes out everybody in the car. <coughs> no, it takes up the front wheel and then the car sort of... Um, car, um, Onto the lake and then she kills everyone. And then the as the car's driving towards her, you, know, you think, wow, she's in trouble here. And then three shots, three three execution style shots, she cleans mm. everyone else out of the car. And Mitch is sort of hanging out the window at this stage like... Mm, uh, <laughs> this is getting to be here. <laughs> this is... <laughs> she might know what she's talking about. So the the uh, Timothy at this point uh, comes into the, uh, the church where the nativity is happening. And uh, takes Caitlin, drugs yeah. drugs her and takes her. Um, He's not a nice man. <laughs> and uh, so Charlie and uh, with the same knife. With, might I add. Yeah. So Char- Charlie and Mitch um, head for head for a um, uh, a telecommunications. Uh, oh, that he um, he company. rings her. He rings her because he's obviously read the her cast. Um, Samantha Kane had written her mobile number on the cast. That's right. And from that cast, that number, mm-hmm. he rang her directly and said, "Look, we, we're going to meet. I'll ring. Oh, I'll call you tomorrow with instructions to meet. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is where the, the you know being a, having a private investigator in the car is pretty damn handy. Yeah, because there was a phone bill in the glove box. That's right. To say you head to uh, from a a local local phone company. Which they then used to trace. Trace the call. Trace so he said call. he was going to go back in 15 minutes. They somehow managed to get to the phone company in 15 minutes. minutes. And then they did a trace. Which led, leads them to a like a little farm farmhouse. In? In in the woods. I'm not sure. Niagara Falls. In Niagara Falls. Uh, was it Niagara Falls just yeah. then? Um, so they're, they're, they're up there and, um, no, it wasn't a farmhouse. It was a hotel. Hotel. Yeah. Hotel. And, 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 Falls. and, and so they get there early. Um, they actually, they get there. They were supposed to be somewhere else, but they thought they'll, they'll just go, go in there. Uh, you know, and that's where, that's where, that's where Charlie, she, she, you know, hitman of one, you know, force of one. Yeah. Army of one. Army of one. And that's, that's where she looks through the scope from the tree line and sees Leland and puts, you know. Puts all the all the pieces together. Yeah, that that uh, Tim Timothy is actually working for the CIA and the CIA yeah. are trying to kill her. And she she does actually sort of make an announcement. She said, "Oh, um, if it was just t- Timothy, we stood a chance. But now that it's 
we know that it's both of them. She goes, we don't have a chance. And he said, it's, and, and, but she goes in anyway. Well, and then she, she leans across and she actually kisses her, uh, Mitch and she says, this is the last, they're going to blow my head off. This is the last time I'll be beautiful. And she kisses him and then she heads off. But then Mitch sees, um, Mitch, Mitch also sees uh, Caitlin being dragged, being carried across the, uh, across the car park or the ice. And he goes to get her. Well, there is the scene where that um, she goes across, she shoots a few people, and she ends up getting captured. Well, she sees. Oh, Mitch she's, gets captured as yeah, well. Yeah, she sees. They Mitch, all get captured. And no, then, that's um, right. She sees Mitch going across the ice, trying to get to Caitlin, um, and then she spots him and she starts covering him as he's going across. Oh no, the that ice. happens a bit later. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, you spoil. You spoil <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because they um, Mitch gets caught. Uh, Mitch fires off a few guys. Oh, that's right. And then um, and then Timothy actually captures Mitch. Doesn't kill him. That's right. Captures him, and then um, and uh, then she she goes to um, she goes to the the um, <coughs> the hotel the, the motel room uh, where Caitlin is being held, and she knocks on the door. That's right. And the guy looks through the peephole, and she pops in through the peephole, and then she comes out with her daughter under her arm. Uh, no, there is. <laughs> You're gonna throw it. No, that's I'm gonna, I, because they get captured, and she falls into um, she falls into the basement. Of uh, the hotel, mm. and then for some reason, this cool trained killer just blows up the entire basement. It's a fuel drum, and while she's down there, no, that's with her daughter in the cool room. Yeah, because she can't, she she kills the she knocks on the. We're gonna have an argument about this. We're gonna have a punch up. <laughs> I got a I got a sharp knife. He's got a gun. So she kills the guy through the peephole, gets her daughter, and comes out. And at that point. Um, oh, right. At that point, they end up down in the cellar with all the fuel things, and she's yeah. got the baby doll. She's got the baby doll um, that Perkins had given to her. Uh, which Perkins had given to her. And she. Because um, he's not a monster. <laughs> he's just a very bad man. A poorly. He's obviously a poorly paid government <laughs> operator. He uh, wants to kill 4,000 people in with uh, Project Honeymoon, which we haven't actually mentioned the term Project Honeymoon. But I'm mentioning it now, folks. So she. They but he's see, not a monster. Whilst they're down in the thing, before uh, Timothy takes them uh she looks across and sees the fuel and has an idea but you don't actually know what it is mm. and then they lock her in the cold room with Karen. with with caitlin and um t- they're gonna do whatever to mitch yeah that's um and you notice that, that scene where um uh they they drag timothy drags uh, uh mitch off and before they shut the door in the cold room uh, mitch turns and he says oh, i'll be right he says, uh, I'll be waiting for you to rescue me. Well, that's right. Yeah. And it's at this point we learn that they're planning to use a bomb to... A bomb. It's a bomb. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're planning to use a bomb to yeah. uh, uh, kill thousands of people. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Project Honeymoon. Project Honeymoon. But they're also planning to use an, uh, a, a Middle Eastern looking gentleman mm. who has been frozen in the cool room. Yeah, uh, in a car. Timothy monologues all this as well. Yeah, and this is where he actually finds out that um, yeah, this, this is a CIA op to right. money to raise money, so that they can and they get to pin it on, on Muslim extremists. Muslim extremists. Yeah. Um, he also finds out that Caitlin's his daughter as well. That's right. But yeah. he doesn't care. No, he's still, he's not interested. He's a bad man. Uh, he's a psychotic nutcase. <laughs> So they lock they lock um, her and Caitlin in the cold room, um, and just leave them to freeze to death. Mm. Um, 
and and at this point and she's always got a plan she's got a plan and she scrapes under the door and clears you know clears the space and everything for the and then she gets the baby and it's gross as fuck one one of those babies then it's a one of those babies one of those baby live action baby that baby pee pee you know know, the plastic dolls that wheeze itself totally not my demographic how bad your experience on this one Uh, I've never you know (laughs) <laughs> moving on Move, moving along quickly anyway <laughs> she uh, lets the lets the baby urinate petroleum out of uh, out of the uh, the out, um, out of the cauldron the anatomically correct 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 baby yeah. and uh, that then floods into the um, into underneath the, the door and into the, into the basement, basement where, where there's the, a the fuel drums are the fuel drums are ruptured and there's fuel everywhere that's right and she's trying to um, she's trying to start us uh, get a spark going using some sort of pickaxe thing yeah um, or meat hook which doesn't work which doesn't work and it's at this point Caitlin goes uh, with still has her cast on pulls out a pack of uh, matches and says now keep these to light the candles for you like to rem- you gave me to you know so keep candle in the window so that you always know how to so get home that's right yeah which sets off another emotional moment in in Charlie's brain to pull her back towards Samantha Kane yeah um and she strikes the match and you know holds her in tight and takes cover and the whole and at this point, and and it's at this point we well, we, we jump upstairs. Doesn't at some point Caitlin says, "Oh, are we going to die now?" And she goes, "No, no, no. They're all going to die. They're all going to die." But then the camera goes upstairs, and there's Samuel L. Jackson tied to a chair on the top floor, and the whole and he's just about to be taken care of. Well, Timothy gives him that. Um, that um, have you seen the the film uh, No Country for Old Men? Yeah, <laughs> where. Uh, <laughs> And the leader antagonist always comes in and gives people a choice, and Timothy, you know, gives uh, gives Hennessy a choice as well, and he says, "Well, you can uh, die by the knife, knife for the it's Christmas. <laughs> what would you prefer, the knife or the gun?" And uh, he's Mitch is obviously trying to drag out the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it, it's, a, it's at that point. It's, <laughs> a, it's at that point the whole the, <coughs> the cellar explodes, and they're in like a like a I guess a, a tower. A turret kind of looking style of house, you know, with like that yeah. medieval well, it's a block of apartments. Yeah, something. that's right. Yeah. But it's got like that kind of medieval castle turret look. Yeah, up the thing, and that whole section just disappe- disappears. And Mitch, tied to a chair, goes out the window of the fourth floor. Yeah, through the motel sign. That's right. <laughs> Screaming the whole way, legs akimbo. That's right. And you think, and and I actually thought at that point that um, Timothy was gone. As well, because he was oh, there. because he was caught in the flames. That's right, caught in the explosion. But mm. he 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 survives, um, and there's a unscathed, unscathed. Yeah. And then there's a, um, a oh. the truck that they said, and, uh, and then uh, uh, Mitch lands in the soft snow, thankfully, and and he literally doesn't have time to recover because someone actually approaches him with a machine gun, uh, and and sort of goes to pull the trigger, and and, and Mitch has a very uh, <laughs> has a very um a big trouble in little China moment where he literally grabs a knife, throws it and hit in the neck. <laughs> and hits him in the neck. It's all in the reflexes, Mitch. And um uh from an earlier podcast there folks. Uh, <laughs> please listen. Please listen. <laughs> and uh and um 
And then uh, Samantha gets out and she goes all mm. badass. Yeah, she goes a bit hardcore. Yeah. And the, and they've set the truck. The uh, Caitlin's climbed, run for cover, and she's climbed <coughs> into the toolbox of the truck. Mm. Um, and they so set, there's two. There's there's there's, uh, things, so let, there's all kinds of things happening. There's a there's a fuel truck, which is a bomb. Which is a bomb that they're going to drive into the center of this particular town at. Christmas, during the Christmas parade. During the Christmas parade at Niagara Falls. That's right. With the intention of killing... Everybody. 4,000 people. Uh, then they also have a car with a frozen Muslim terrorist. That's that They're right. going to put in a... They're going to drive into a ravine or something. Yeah. Down the road. So that is the plan, folks. For that, they expect to get full funding. Full funding. So, yeah. So they're making a play to get full funding. The CIA want to get... More funny mm. because so, it more went into healthcare. So, <laughs> <laughs> healthcare for all people. Healthcare <laughs> for all. Sucked in Donald Trump. Medicare. Medicare. Yeah. Uh, Go Joe Biden. <laughs> we're not political. And this is an apolitical, <laughs> unsponsored event. Just know it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. We're going to get everything done. That's the best. I'm just fabulous. I did not have sexual... No. uh, That's the wrong president. Oh, damn it. Okay. So um, so, uh, at this stage, uh, Mitch catches up with uh, Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Charlie has a big gun. Mitch has a small gun. Caitlin's in the toolbox of the truck. Uh, The truck is on its way. uh, Mitch tells uh, Charlie that um, she's seen Caitlin. Um, and she's in the toolbox of the truck and then um, Caitlin offers to go get her and Mitch is like nope no no you um, I'll go because you're better with uh, and she, yeah, you're better with the uh, sniper rifle and um, he basically says you're just going to have to kill them all bitch hmm. and um, and uh, he goes in and it's pretty it's, awesome it's carnage it is absolute carnage but the truck, the truck gets away. Uh, the truck gets away, but unfortunately, um, Mitch takes a, a few, a few hits. Few hits. He gets he he takes out a few people, which is pretty handy. But he takes a few hits. Gets shot in the foot, mm-hmm. and then gets shot in the shoulder mm-hmm. or, the, or the chest. And all um, Charlie sees is Mitch goes down, and you can see that there's the real tension there because she thinks he's dead. That's right. Yeah. So um, she she then. Um, Charges in and and um, takes over the truck. That's right, and takes drives the truck basically to the uh, through the town and to a um, to the to the border basically of a bridge. Yeah, the bridge yeah. crossing between Canada and the yeah. US. Yeah, um, she does. <laughs> she's she's obviously a better assassin than truck driver because somehow she manages to lose the <laughs> hydraulics on the on the on the on the brakes in the truck and then crashes the truck. That's right, onto it. Oh, the truck crashes onto its side at that point. Onto a bridge. On It's on the bridge, yeah, between the yeah. border. And um, she gets Caitlin out of the toolbox as well at that point. And, and Mitch arrives. Um, oh, no, no, there is a fight. There is a fight there. Because uh, Timothy, there, there is quite a big fight there. And yeah, she gets, Timothy she gets cut. Up. She gets she, <coughs> she gets cut. She gets shot. Mm-hmm. Then she rescues... She she manages to to lose Timothy because he gets flushed away. 
Yeah, she chucks him and down. And then she digs she, up. She, she, digs knocks him, she knocks him down the stormwater. Mm, and he doesn't bridge. die. No, he ends up being picked up by a helicopter. Yeah, and then the helicopter comes back. This day she's already rescued Caitlin, but, um, and she's she's asked Caitlin to run because she just doesn't have any more effort. And yeah. Caitlin does run. But she comes... She, um, Bad girl. She comes back. But before she comes back uh, and before... Uh, she takes a few hits as well from from the helicopter from from Timothy. Yeah. But she fires back, and he falls from the helicopter and dies. Well, she don't. There's that really cool well, scene. He actually where... he actually falls onto the truck, but yeah. he's like so wounded he's not moving. There, there I, I did like that one scene where she literally um she sees the the flaming corpse attached to the Christmas lights mm. and she cuts the wire and, and you know, and she vaults she, up, grabs the gun mm, off the flaming corpse, and shoots, shoots Timothy and, um, and, and then, then slides down and then she you went and all the lights are popping on the way down. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. So that, that, that actually is a pretty cool Puts scene him. at that stage. And she ends up lying face down on the, on the, on the, on the ground. Timothy's lying on top of the truck. He's mortally yeah. wound, mortally wounded or you're assuming yeah. wounded. Um, and she tells Caitlin to run because the bomb's going to go off. Yeah. Um, and she comes back. And she comes back and she, you know, she, you know, basically doing the same thing that she was doing on the ice with her earlier. Yeah. You know, don't be a baby, mommy. You get know, up. life get is up. paid. You know, she's trying paid. to get up. And that's when uh, I, I, I she think. She jumps it, on the radio at that stage and calls for help, and there's a couple of CIA agents there who are like, oh, no, we're no, not, we're not helping you. And that's when um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, Comes, comes to the rescue. He's in the car. He didn't die. He didn't die. He's in the, he's in the truck in the car with the dead body that they're going to use as, you know, proof the, that Arab extremists are... the terrorists are... Yeah, right. you know. So he drives the car out of the truck and rescues the two of them and they drive off the bridge just as the bomb explodes. Oh, uh, uh, we've got this slightly back to front because he uh, the helicopter doesn't appear until, until Mitch comes along. Remember? Because... um. The helicopter comes along and then starts taking pot shots of the car, and that's when um, that's when she hops out of the car, gets the gun. Yeah. Then and he uh, Timothy then gets shot, falls on the on the truck, mm. and then everything sort of coincides. The time is running like, down the last few that's seconds. Right. And, and they get off the bridge. They get off the bridge through Canada. Very suspenseful. Could it, uh, that was a great explosion. Mm. Did you like uh, that? And the whole bridge, the whole bridge just disappeared. Yeah, and then uh, the way the explosion went out and the car, the rear of the car got lifted up and, and there's all those flying cars and, and then Caitlin chirps up from the back and says, watch oh, out for the flying cars. Watch out for the flying cars. <laughs> and, and and then after that explosion, it kind of eases eases back a little bit and you get the president uh, thanking her for her service and exposing this uh, this plan. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Mitch ends up on uh, uh, Larry King. Larry King. <laughs> I mean, there's that there's that, there's that scene l- where his his wife and son are just sitting on the couch and and there's Mitch on Larry King cracking some lame ass <laughs> joke about being frank and earnest. When I'm in Washington, I'm frank. frank and when, when I'm, I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm earnest. I'm earnest <laughs> <laughs> to the ladies. <laughs> and his wife sitting there with her mouth open. Uh, oh yeah, because the president actually recommended that uh, that he be on the program with yeah. you know the, some CIA analyst. Oh, it was because um, they were there uh, providing information. They were being interviewed as to what information they were providing in the case against 
Leland Perkins. Leland Perkins, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And so we kind of, um, he laughs and it all goes, you know, it ends up uh, cutting to a farm. Caitlin's playing with the, the goats. They, yeah. They're having a they're having a picnic. They're having a picnic and stuff. And she picks up the knife oh, and she, she kind of tosses it around, grabs it yeah. by the pointy end, and then flings yeah. it. And goes, how's the how's the Caitlin's there? And she's you know she knifes a cicada bug or something. Yeah, which you know, and it does tie the film up quite nicely. It does, but it, it's 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 a happy ending for her because she's you know back with yeah. being she's both she's both she's the she's, she's the two she can be both yeah that's right. Yeah. So, and the school teacher, absolutely, it's fucking scary. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I'd se- be having my hand making a time. I've seen some scary. I've seen some scary school teachers in my time. But <laughs> <laughs> just as I'd be handing my homework in on time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what do you think? What What are your thoughts as we come to well, the end? Of this I one? recommended this movie because I, I, this was this was in our wheelhouse. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this was a 1996 shit movie that's actually quite good. Yeah, it, yeah. and it made money. It's 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 a it's a film that did it know, make a lot? No, I can't really tell. To be honest, I hadn't. It, made, numbers, it did make made, money. I know it made money, and it launched Samuel jo- uh, Jackson's career. I mean, he did really well up to this movie. Um, yeah, he did. He? He, I think he's one of like one of the most bankable Hollywood stars. He's 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 a he's a funny funny ass man. Yeah, and it's he. He brings that same persona to, um, similar persona, I yeah. should say, to most of the films he does, like, you know, tri- uh, Pulp Fiction and things like that. It's a similar sort of... Yes. Kind of whimsical, kind of a little bit yeah. hard. He, he plays the humorous... So, um, the humorous, side, the humorous hard man. Or he's, or he's the, you know, hard, hardcore no-nonsense guy. But he can... Um, he can... Oh, look. Yeah, I loved him in this, and, and Gina Davis was pretty hot. So yeah, back in the day. So, so what are you gonna what are you gonna score it? Uh, Long kids could not. Oh well, I, I mentioned that we were gonna do this podcast to a couple of friends of ours, ladies, and they were like, "Oh, we love that movie. Oh, that was so good. I'm gonna watch it again." And they did actually, That's cool. and they rang me and said, "Yeah, we watched this." So I'm I'm gonna give it uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Well, I I it's you know I I'm a fan of eighties action films. And you know the diehards. This is nineties. We're in the nineties, fella. Oh my god, my brain! I'm having old timers disease. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna gonna have to wear those pants. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not prepared to. uh, I've lost bladder control, and I need to be fed by hand. But um, no, I love love those like those movies from from that time. the 80s and 90s, you know, the Lethal Weapons, the Die Hards, um, this particular film, they, they just have a, there's just something about them that makes them uh, still entertaining today. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, there are some action movies you can watch and you go, oh, it's not that. But something about the 90s action movies where the special, like the, the, the stunts and the special effects. The stunts are real. Are, are real. You know, there's no, yeah. there's there no. There is CGI, but it's not. They save it, the CGI for the really big things that they can't really hide. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like action movies. A lot of action movies today, where they stick up a big blue screen or green screen, and you know, everything is projected onto the blue screen, and and you just do the the stunts on wires in front of it, and it looks like you're, you know, hanging 
300 metres above the ground swinging. It, it, these people actually did these stunts. Exactly. And it and it makes it something... Yeah, they've got to get credit for that. It makes it... It, it just makes that reality of it yeah. a little bit more believable. Yeah. Um, and it's it's it, it's just a fun movie. It's yeah, a, look, I... Funny... I, you, you're like me. You watch movies for escapism, you know... I, I, I'm going to pay some money, I'm going to sit down, and I'm just going to have a bit of a laugh. And, you know, I don't need to be... Everything I do, doesn't need, it doesn't need to impart some sort of element wisdom. of wisdom to me. I just, you know, I just like to tune out occasionally. And well, this was a really good movie well, to tune Well, I think out uh, movies provide that, and, and that's, you know... They give us uh, that, as you say, that that escapism and that that moment to be able to switch your brain off from all of the shit that's going on in the world at the moment and and yeah. and having to go to work and you know all of those things and just enjoy an hour and a half two and a half hours of pure escapism mm. and you know before you have to come back to cooking dinner for everyone <laughs> before coming back to the fact you know the cold reality that my life probably sucks <laughs> I shouldn't have done better in school. And, I did not. And why is my hair falling out? And, and, you know, so then you just go off by another ticket and watch some movie. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So right. I'm going to, I'm, I think you're, you're giving it an eight and a half. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Cause it oh, is, nice one. it is a, it is a, a class movie and mm-hmm. I highly, I highly recommend that, that you, um, yeah. that you, you go to the local $2 shop and buy well, a $5 copy of it. Yeah. And then watch. The Atomic Blonde later on, and 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 try and figure out who's going to win a fight between. Oh, I tell you, Atomic, Charlie. Atomic Blonde is an awesome movie. Oh man, that's a it's, killer! It's an absolute, absolute awesome movie. But this, this is you know, if you want that, the you want to see where Atomic Blonde came from, go and see the Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh yeah. So that's 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 our show for today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've listened. I hope you download it. Please tell your friends. Come along and um, we'll see you next time. So it's bye from me for now. And it's, uh, bye, from... it's bye from the other guy. <laughs> see ya. Yeah. Bye. You've been listening to That Shit Movie's Quite Good. Make sure you subscribe, rate and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If there's a movie out there you want me to watch and review instead of mowing the bloody lawn, please, dear God, send me an email. No, really do it. Now... Just, just make one up. <laughs>